Well, yesterday, the provincial government tabled legislation that uh, will allow developers to start building a minimum of three and up to six units on lots currently zoned for single-family homes and duplexes in municipalities of more than 5,000 people. That starts July 1st of 2024. The legislation also legalizes secondary suites and laneway homes across the province and promises to streamline uh, the zoning process. Now, the legislation promises to create what a government calls small-scale multi-unit housing in municipalities home to 90% of the provincial population. And the government estimates that uh, with this legislation, uh, the expected number of new, new units uh, would be at about 130,000 uh, within a decade. Now, it sounds all great on paper, uh, but when you have such large-scale provincial zoning, uh, what does that mean for local councils? On the face of it, when you look at it, Bigfoot's locally elected leaders. Well, joining me now to talk about the issue is the mayor of a very fast-growing community. Eric Woodward is the mayor of the township of Langley, and he joins us now. Eric, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Jeff. Lots to talk about here, and I know you don't have all the details. Some of it is going to be pro- uh, promised. It has been promised to uh, two um, municipal councils at a later date, but uh, it should be coming soon. But I think there's a broad phys- philosophical conversation here, and, and some of the details are coming out. First of all, your thoughts on this province-wide zoning and what it means to communities like the township of Langley. I think there's a number of uh, real-world challenges with it. I think mixed reviews so far, as we uh, continue to learn a bit more about it here and some of the implications. You know, as you outlined, the Township of Langley is one of the fastest-growing communities within British Columbia. Uh, We're growing and approving housing, uh, you know, at at twice of our projected rate within our housing needs report, and yet we'll be faced with having this arbitrarily imposed upon us in some of our established single-family neighbourhoods while we try to build out Willoughby, for example, with about uh, and and Fernridge with about 2,000 acres of of, uh, urban land ready to go, that this is going to, you know, have us now also adding density to our established area simultaneously and arbitrarily imposed on us when we don't we don't need that for our growth. You're not on any naughty list, right? Housing naughty list? No, we're not on the primary naughty list, but for, we somehow made it up onto the backup naughty list. So we're <laughs> expecting to have we're expecting to have targets uh, early next year sometime. So is this a question of just capacity for your community that you you've got all this empty land but you're also, you know, slowly and thoughtfully building out your community through a significant amount of consultation. And you were on the show just yesterday talking about wanting to consult on 200th Street there. Uh, is this an issue of capacity then for your community, just in regards to being able to handle all that, all those uh, applications that may come? That's one issue where we've uh, got significant challenges to deal with infrastructure, schools, parkland, within the growing area of Willoughby. But uh, this sort of this one-size-fits-all approach, this sort of sledgehammer to urban planning, uh, really doesn't apply here. Well, maybe it applies in some areas that are built out, like Vancouver or North Van. You know, we're not facing the issue of going back and trying to retrofit single-family neighborhoods. We're creating entirely new areas from scratch, and we're creating that mixed-middle uh, housing form along with that. And we, you know, if we wanted to create 10,000, or sorry, 10% maybe of single-family forms that were smaller compact lots, but we're no longer going to be able to, to create that as part of our community anymore because now people will be entitled to put uh, four units on them. We would be better off to just have everything be townhouse. 
and these kinds of unintended consequences that are going to lead, I think, to some pretty inferior outcomes in a, in a community like ours. What would you like to see done? Because the argument the provincial politicians will make is, look, we get so much blowback on housing costs, affordability issues, and we believe, whether rightfully or wrongly, that the bottleneck is at City Hall. You've had years, perhaps decades, to deal with the issue of housing and everything. This, and it's not just a Langley Township thing. Every community is different. Some communities are better in regards to processing applications at a much faster rate. They are uh, cognizant of building the, mi- the missing middle rather than just focusing on single family homes. That all of this has to be done this way because at its core, local government has never moved fast enough to deal with the challenges uh, of speeding up housing um, uh, approvals. Yeah, I mean, there maybe some municipalities are in, in that boat, but the Township of Langley is not one of them. I mean, we can get an application to council in a matter of months, uh, and then we can get that to construction in a, in a matter of months as well after that for proponents that want to build housing. You know, what's overlooked is uh, in the Township of Langley and in Surrey, there's, you know, tens of thousands of units approved at third reading or final adoption that aren't being built. And so, you know, the idea that somehow City Hall is the challenge in south of the Fraser just isn't the case. And so now to impose this upon us, in areas like Walnut Grove or Murrayville, are going to create significant challenges in transitioning those neighborhoods. So if you live in a single-family home on a cul-de-sac in Walnut Grove, you're now going to have a, a sixplex built next to you. I don't, I don't know where the school sites are going to come from, the school capacity, park capacity, um, you know, upgrading all the infrastructure to go along with that while we're doing exactly what the province has been asking in Willoughby, creating that range of housing types for, for all types of people and all, all levels of income. Uh, I'm going to go back to my original question. Do you have the capacity then to do with that, deal with that? I'm just talking about just the density, but you brought, a very good, uh, you brought up a very good point, just the sewage lines that you have to deal with. Never mind, I'm sure there's going to be challenges about parking and everything else. That's a lot of work to put on your staff. Do you have the staff to do all that? Uh, it's going to be challenging. Some of the timelines that were announced yesterday, that this all has to be completed by June, um, you know, has a lot more to do with timing for an election than the reality of community planning on the ground. It still aren't those aren't those timelines aren't going to be achievable for a lot of municipalities, um, and so that's challenging that you know these timelines are being dictated, which it's really no consultation that I'm aware of with the township of Langley. And so, if we try to then address how are we going to proceed to uh, rise to the challenge if this is imposed upon us, I don't see how we're going to continue to grow in Willoughby and address those infrastructure challenges while we also then have to go to establish single-family neighbourhoods and deal with the same challenges there all at the same time. I'm just curious because you've been involved with the municipal politics for a long time. What kind of what do you expect to hear from single-family neighbourhoods? You know, the ones, especially those from the 80s and 90s, yeah. they're built yeah. a certain way and all of a sudden <laughs> Minister Kalon has waved his wand and said there are now going to be secondary suites. Just walk me through what you're expecting from these uh, established neighborhoods? I think, you know, for us, we're, we're going to be expecting exactly what's already starting. Um, you know, I've got an email starting to come in already asking me to oppose this, that they don't, they have a single family home that they're happy with and they don't want to live next to a, a six unit apartment building. And I think that in some areas of our neighborhoods, that's going to be reasonable. You know, we just, uh, also in Brookswood Fernridge, we just completed a, a community planning process for about, a thousand acres there and we're now going to have to redo that because there was a significant number of single-family lots at about the 5,000 square foot range next to farmland you know very far south in Langley that now the minister is going to be quadrupling the density for mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to suspend those plans I think we'll have to have council really consider 
consider suspending those plans now. These are the kinds of consequences that are going to start the flow. And I think in the long run, it won't produce the results they're expecting because it'll be more challenging to develop apartment forms or townhouses if one or two lots within infill areas end up with sixplexes on them. We're joined by Eric Woodward, uh, mayor from the township of Langley, talking about some of the concerns um, he has, and many mayors, I think, have and councillors have in regards to the province-wide housing legislation. It really is provincial zoning. Talk about Victoria bigfooting a lot of local councils. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, 604-280-9898. Let's go to Ryan in Langley. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Jazz. Uh, yeah, so Mr. Woodward is my mayor, and uh, he might remember some of our council meetings that we had years ago uh, called Leave Brookswood Alone. Um, I moved to Brookswood about 10 years ago from White Rock because White Rock was that high density, you know, you couldn't mm-hmm. get, like, the, the houses. So I wanted a place with land. So mm-hmm. I have a quarter acre. That's what I wanted. Um, so we've been fighting, you know, not fighting city council, but working with city council to keep Brookswood as that single family community. Uh, a lot of us are on septic. A lot of us are on well water. We don't have a lot of the infrastructure. Uh, I'm really glad that you brought up Fernridge and Willoughby because they put in high, high density housing there. And it, it's just a nightmare going through there. Like I avoid that area completely because there's nowhere to park. Their traffic mm-hmm. is crazy. Like we just don't have the infrastructure. So it is frustrating to see the province kind of stepping over the toes of elected officials. Like we, we elected Mr. Woodward because he was fighting for us to keep Brookswood as that small community, uh, you know, farming community type single family home. And that's how we want it. Ryan, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Cora in Langley Township as well. Hi, Cora. Hi, Jazz. Hi, Mayor Woodward. Also one of your constituents. I live out in East Langley, down by Posse Secondary. Mm. I my neighbors and I, we live on acreage. We live on acreage because we've chosen to live on acreage. If we wanted high density, we'd be in Willoughby. One size does not fit all. Cora, thank you for your call. We have a bit of a connection there. I think that's part of it, isn't it, uh, Mr. Woodward, that uh, you're going to get residents, not just in Langley Township, but many other communities that, look, I've moved here for a reason. This is what I've paid. I've spent my whole life paying my mortgage. I deal with the cost. I deal with big city life. I don't think you have the right to come in and completely rezone my community, particularly when it's coming in from Victoria. Yeah, I mean, usually there would be a process for that. So, like, one example would be in Walnut Grove. It was built uh, in the 1990s, largely a Finnish community uh, with a stable school system, even if it's uh, challenged with portables like everywhere is. Uh, People move to that community because it's finished and because it's there, you know, they want that lifestyle. And it's a beautiful, quiet neighborhood. Now it'll be back under construction and post upon us by Victoria. Uh, let's go to John in Langley. Hi, John. Hi there. Uh, um, uh, Mr. Woodward's our mayor as well. I've lived here for 49 years in the same house, just south of Belmont School, sort of the heart of the original Brookswood, as he's well aware. And uh, my question is, we're on quarter-acre lots, and we're all on septic tanks. Now, you have to have a quarter-acre lot to have a septic tank. How is uh, How are they going to... Uh, override this over Fraser Health. Uh, how, how many uh, homes or residences can you have on a quarter-acre lot and handle uh, the, the sewage with septic tanks? And one other question, Mayor, is where uh, on the southern border does Brookswood end and Fernridge start? Because we voted 
against uh, your last development plan. John, thank you for your call. Uh, uh, maybe it's early, uh, uh, Mr. Woodward, but it, like, would quarter-acre lots be left alone, or would that be part of the process as well in regards to rezoning? You know, qu- quarter-acre lots are not left alone, but there is an exclusion currently that's outlined within what we've been provided with, that if you are do not have sewer and water services uh, that, that you would be exempt currently. There's been some confusion about that because in the presentation this morning, there was an outline that maybe that the municipality would be required to provide that infrastructure to allow sixplexes or fourplexes to proceed. But my expectation is that without sewer service, that uh, they'll be exempt in that area. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, we've got about a minute left, but I want to get our last caller in here. Uh, Willie from Port Moody. Hi, Willie. Hello, I'll keep it short. I'm from Port Moody on the naughty list. Um, (laughs) I believe that if the province really wishes to mandate this, then pony up for the money to build schools, build urgent care centres, increase the size of the hospitals, increase the infrastructure ahead of time. Don't wait for the municipalities to be crippling under the problem with no doctors, not enough hospital emergency care, not enough school space. Um, they have to put all of that in place simultaneously, not after the fact. Uh, Willie, thank you for your call. Uh, your Worship, any final comments on this issue? I mean, do you think that there may be some flexibility with the provincial government? They may be able to perhaps listen a little bit more and change a few things along the way, although it looks like it's a little late when they've already introduced it in, the, in Victoria. Well, it certainly feels a little bit late on my end. I mean, I, I, I really appreciate the last caller there because... We agree. Um, We would love to see the same kind of housing targets for school targets, for hospital spaces targets, that for those of us that are communities that are growing and are willing to approve housing, uh, we're not not treated equally with those that that perhaps are not. And I think that's what's happening here. And uh, we're going to be presented with a significant range of financial challenges if we're required to provide this level of density everywhere while we're trying to build out Willoughby as well. I just want to finally say, like, I think going into established single-family neighbourhoods while the Township of Langley is developing Willoughby is uh, is really unfair and, and really treats all municipalities the same. And this one-size-fits-all approach from Victoria really isn't going to work very well in areas like the Township or Surrey. Uh, Mr. Woodward, thank you for your time. Okay, thank you.